what I want to talk about is about several things. Let me start with there is research being conducted with what they call random number generators. These are machines that produce very fast zeros or ones absolutely randomly. So this machine runs very fast. It just spits out zeros and ones. A thousand times as fast. I think it, it spits out randomly these numbers by the thousands per second. Now, according to the laws of chance, which govern this universe, 50% are zeros and 50% are ones, right? You take this over a stretch of time, several minutes, for certainly several hours, then you have 50% zeros and 50% ones, right? Now, people, you and me, we can sway the chance. So, you sit in front of this machine and concentrate, or whatever you do, relax, meditate, contemplate, so that the machine will spit out more zeros than ones. And this is possible. Almost everybody can do it. Now, I was speaking about this yesterday with Maska, and he's a physicist, so he immediately could understand what this is about. And what you or me, what we can change in the outcome of this machine is up to 1%, 1.5%. The real great, strong, telekinetic or telepathic people can sway this for about 1, 1.5%. Now this, for physics, is extremely significant. All right. Okay. Now, this is one person. Now, if Boda and me, we were going to sit in front of the machine, then it goes up to around 2%. And that's really high, or 1.5%. It's really high. We double the chance. Two people seem to double the chance. Push. But not three people. They don't push it more or four or five. It stays around 2%. Right? Instead of 50-50, it's 48-52. Now, if we love each other, if you put two people in front of this machine that really love each other, it can be up to 5 or 6%, if I remember right. All of a sudden, the influence on reality, hard reality, this is what they study in Princeton, right? That's hard reality. Matter. I mean, a machine doing this, boom, 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 
continually. It's a machine. It's a fucking machine. So, if, for instance, Barami and I, we were lovers, right, and we were sitting in front of the machine, we really love each other, and we can influence this machine incredibly. So, you know, two or three or four people influence it a bit more, but two people loving each other influence it exponentially. You know, it is all exponentially that there are these curves, you know. So, if five people have a love relationship, they can influence it up to 7-8%. That's amazing. This is why it is so important we somehow have a heart connection and we are moving in the same direction, is we change reality. Reality is changeable, you know? Pushable. We can we do indeed influence reality. Reality is not something that's the old physics and metaphysics. You know, reality is given. We don't influence a tree. We don't influence anything really, anything physical, except if we like Shirala take a hammer and go you know. No, we influence it by our intention. This is what these people do. They sit in front of this random number generator and they have an intention. Go more ones or more zeros. And this happens. Now, one person can influence reality just a little bit. And two or three or four people can change it a bit more, influence it a bit more. But people being connected by the bond of love can influence it radically. Very much, that means. You might not think that 6-7% is much, but that's incredible. That is enough if physicists would take these experiments which have been done in America, in Holland, and in other parts of the world, in Japan as far as I know, if they take this serious, then we have to think again about reality very much. This is step one of what I'm going to say. So, this is scientific proof for all of you skeptics. This is scientific proof for the influence of intention, heart's intention as we call it, or the soul's intention, what you truly want on reality. Now, of course, these people are only influencing random number generators because those are the instruments which all scientists in the whole world, physical scientists, agree that they should, if they run over a period of time, that they should only should spit out 50% zeros and 50% ones. And actually, this is what random number generators do. They only do this. 50%, 50%. Consistently. Since as long as these machines have been running. Unless some people like us sit in front of these machines. Go, go over to the zero. Go over to the one. Right. This institute is really serious about 
investigating reality. So they have these machines running, and they had it running actually when Princess Diana died. And over the course of that day, these random number generators running all over the world had a very strange behavior, very much significantly different than on ordinary days where nothing is happening that is influencing the whole world. The same thing, the same phenomenon happened on 9-11 in September, 11 September 2001, when these airplanes crashed in the towers. So, you know, we know this is really, we really have an influence on reality. I mean, especially if we do it collectively, you know, then collectively we are influencing reality. Step one, that is. Step two, they put some students of the martial arts, you know, Kung Fu and Aikido and so on, they put these in front of these machines and they said, influence the outcome of this machine next Friday. So here they were sitting on, let's say, Monday or Tuesday. They were sitting in this room, much like the meditation room here. They were sitting, closing their eyes or however they did it, and putting their intention that next Friday, 12 o'clock, from 12 o'clock onwards, the random number generator should generate more zeros. Right? So they sit there for half an hour or however long they did that. They sit there and what happens? What do you think happens? Well, it worked. Just as if they were sitting in front of the machine right now. So, we, with our spirit, are able not only to influence reality now, we are able to influence reality next Friday. As much as we can influence reality right now. Isn't that amazing? This is a proof. You see, this is, this is done by the dean. I mean, he is the chief of this investigation of this research by the dean of Princeton University. You know what the dean is? He's almost the highest. He's, what? Yes. He's almost the, the, the highest guy on the university. So this is not just some freak, you know, some hippie physicist doing this. But this is, I mean, this is really serious business. So this is what they did. What first they did before they did the future, they, they were sitting and they were influencing a random number generator in Paris. They were sitting in California or wherever there was, in, somewhere in America, and they were influencing a random number generator in Paris. So, same thing. doesn't seem to make much difference if the random number generator is in the same room or half across the world. So, that, and then it doesn't really make a difference if this random number generator is in the future. And now they did something really, really strange. I mean, really weird for scientists to come up with this idea. They said, well, we can influence it independent of space, 
right? Space meaning distance. And we can, so far we know, we can influence it independently if it's now or in the future. Well, what about the past? What about influencing a random number generator last Friday? Not coming Friday, last Friday, in the past. You would say that's not possible, right? I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, what a ridiculous idea to come up. And this from physicists. Modern physicists are a bit weird, we know, but, you know, thinking in quantum theories and blah, blah, you know. But this is a really weird idea. So how to investigate this? Well, you just have a random number generator running in a room and nobody going in. But whatever the outcome is of this random number generator is recorded, right? Like my talk is being recorded now. Yeah? So, but nobody looks at the results, right? Because then they might be influencing the machine. You know, but because we know the intention of people might be influencing the machine. So they have this random number generator running in this room, I think at Princeton, but it could, could have been somewhere else. They have this, and recording this. You know, there's a tape recorder running with, uh, with a tape, and all the zeros and ones land on there with a time code, right? So we know when this happened. And it's running for weeks and weeks. And then they pick, again, through some kind of device that they couldn't know before. So they pick, in this very certain protocol, they pick a moment when to influence the past. You know, so that they wouldn't know. You know if, if we would think, okay, we're going to influence the random number generator next week, today, right? Next week we're going to go back in time and influence it today. If we knew that today, well, we might be influencing it today, right? So, so they don't know when in the past they're going to influence this machine, right? They decide at the moment. So to make this a really clear-cut scientific thing, where nobody can go and say, but, but you, you, right? we want to influence the past. Now, what do you think? Did it work? Yes, it worked. We cannot only influence the future. That means what has not happened yet. This somehow in our imagination is understandable. No, we can influence the past. That's horrible. That's really horrible. Because you know what that means. Maska, this physicist, <laughs> yesterday, he immediately thought, oh my God, oh my God, he said, oh my God. You know why? Because, you see, then the past is really something that we are influencing right now. Right now, we are not only influencing our reality right now, we are influencing reality of the future and we are influencing reality of the past. Ooh, my ship is going, ooh, I'm going up and down. You know, it seems to be that reality is not that kind of 
boing, you know, it has happened, and because it has happened, you know, nothing can be changed. We all know that. We cannot change the past. Well, it's not true. We can. At least, if it's a machine throwing out numbers. But this is like a physical proof of the ability to do that. Now, when I heard of all of this for the first time, I was as flabbergasted as you are now. You know what does flabbergast means? You have no fucking idea what this means. <laughs> I mean, this is really weird. It, it says something about reality, but we don't know what it is. <laughs> reality is not this kind of hard stuff we always thought it is. So what did I do? Well, first I ignored this. <laughs> first I ignored this. I mean, I, it felt fine to influence, you know, now or maybe the future a little bit, you know, thinking some nice thoughts about the future, you know, and influencing the future to be more nice. Thinking some nice thoughts about now, you know, in, giving some nice vibrations to everybody now. But influencing the fucking past, what good is it for? It is already gone. But all of a sudden, I understood. So, I sat down in my room, in meditation, like I like to do sometimes, and I said, okay, I'm going to open up. You see, one of the things, and this is relevant, you know that loving another person influences, really, this random number generator very much, right? So you have a much more better chance of success, right? So I, I was thinking about all of this and meditating, contemplating this. And then I thought, well, who do I love the most? I want to influence reality because I think I have a good idea about life and everything. So I want to influence reality. Who, could, who would I love the most? And then I thought, oh, I love myself the most, right? Who would I love more than myself? Well, not you, Balrami, I'm very sorry. I mean, not you, Buddha, sorry. I love myself more. So, oh, wow. Now, what does it mean? So, I'm going to open up to the future mushin, influencing me in the past now. Because I knew the motion in the future was going to be more enlightened than the motion is now. The now motion is not so enlightened, but the future motion is going to be really enlightened. Like Barame, you think you're going to be enlightened in this lifetime? Well, you can connect with the enlightened Barami of this lifetime. You can. So I was sitting there and I opened myself up. to motion of the future, to see if something was coming from there. And I was boing, I was zonked. I was bathing in light and joy and was giggling. It was really terrific. I thought, wow. And this is, uh, I think, this was all in, in the year 2000 or something. 
when I heard of about this first. So, so nowadays, when I'm in a real good mood, I'm sending some great energy to the mushin of the past, you see. Because I got it then, so I'm sending it from now so, to keep this up. Right? Makes sense, doesn't it? You know, I got it then, I got it in the year 2000, so now we're here, we are in the year 2006, and I'm, I'm sometimes in a pretty enlightened mood, so I send that energy there for, to the year 2000, so ah, I can pick it up then, right? At that time, as I did. So, really, if you really consider this, that means you can influence reality right now much more. Because you can get the cooperation of your future self, the one you love most, yourself. Your future self, which is going to be more intelligent, hopefully, more enlightened, more joyful, more shining heart, more powerful, and all of that. Because we're going to keep on developing, I'm sure. You can connect with that because Professor Radin has proved that is possible. We can not only influence it, but we can get the influence from that time. So we can tune in to our future self, the one we love the most, right? And really be an influence for this reality right now. We just must remember. So, why am I telling you all this? Well, one is that I do believe we can use some more power, some more joy, some more expansion. And where to get it from? Well, from ourselves. This is what I think, from ourselves. We don't need to go anywhere, don't need to do anything. We just connect with ourselves. And mind you, if you feel good, just send some of your good energy to the past, you. Right? And then now you finally know why in the past you have so suddenly, all of a sudden, been in a good mood. You don't know why. Now you do, you see. Now you do, because you simply send some of your good energy into the past. And actually, and I don't know where the limits are to this, we can actually change our own past. I have no idea where the limits are because this, has, this is such young research and we really don't know much about all these matters. And so far we have been thinking reality is something objective somehow. But now through these kinds of things we're learning it's not so objective. Even the past is not so tight so unmovable, it is actually open to influence. We don't know exactly what kind of influence and so on. We, we do know that it is influenceable. So at least for all the good times you had in the past when you were walking along and suddenly you felt, wow, great. Now you know where it could possibly come from. It comes from you now. When you're in a good mood, 
send it to the past. Keep giving it to yourself. You, know, you get it, you give it. You give it, you give it. You, know, you, you get it, you give it. You see, and then if you do that, you will probably get more. You see, you will probably be creating that great person in your future. You will be co-creating the whole of reality, all of yourselves. You will be co-creating them. You see. By now opening up to the beauty, the, the joy, the enlightenment that comes from your future self, opening up to that, you are also, of course, co-creating it. So you're, you're producing, and this is what this talk is about. I don't really know exactly what it is about, but we are producing this way loops of joy and beauty, enlightenment. Maybe this is how that whole thing comes into being, I don't know. Maybe we will be much better in, let's say, ten years. We can really influence reality really greatly and we just, we just have maybe a time limit, you know. We're just coming closer to the time limit where all of a sudden we go boing because, you know, in the future we have the power to influence the past so much, you know that all of a sudden we go make a jump, you see. We don't know. But what I do know is from this, if you, if you contemplate this a bit, you will find that you can make life into hell. And this is how you do it. You project hell into the future, you project hell into the past. You say, oh my God, I was such a blah In the past, I was so horrible. I was terrible. Oh my God, no, no, no. Right? You, you are co-creating your past. We don't know the extent of it, but you are also, you say, you, can't, you don't only do this consciously. We are influencing reality all of the time. So if you choose now to open up to these influences of beauty and joy, which are coming, which are there, I know it. If you put more intention to that open space in which the waves of joy are flowing, the waves of light are flowing, the waves of openness and clarity are flowing, then you are co-creating it for the future, the present, and the past. And you're not so stuck anymore in time. You're not so stuck anymore in the moment. You start to spread out in time much more. And you become a light for the whole universe, for the whole of reality. So, I hope you will understand what this is about and get some happiness from your potential self. In the future, that's the potential self. In the present, that's the actual self.
in the past that is the gone oneself. Well, it seems the actual self can influence the potential self and the gone self, and it seems that the potential self can influence the actual self and the gone self, and maybe the gone self can influence the actual self and the potential self. So all the more reason to put your intention on the sun in your heart and open up the gates of your heaven. And actually, I know we have already done it in the future. And we are now coming into that stream of I don't know how to call it, but it's good. <laughs>